0: Batman yo 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 what's good everyone welcome to episode 34 of the in conversation podcast i am your host andrew cervantes and we are going to hop right into the show no long intro no nothing no none of that first thing we're going to talk about how to protect yourself against a stock market crash yes we're hopping straight into some finances i know normally i kind of talk about whatever's trending at first but nope we're hopping right into this so how to protect yourself against a stock market crash um i would say one of the main things you'd want to do right is uh diversify your portfolio um you know that is just through um obviously not investing into like one thing extremely like heavy like you know apple or microsoft and stuff those are obviously amazing stocks but you don't want to have it all into one thing, right? Because if that crashes, then, you know, if their company crashes and all hell breaks loose, whatever, then your money is going to go down, right? So you want to do you want to diversify it. I would say get, get a sum in crypto. Crypto is a little, a little more, um, you know, sketchy and, uh, you know, it's more high-risk, high-reward type of thing. It depends on your risk tolerance, but um, I would say put it a little bit—I know a lot of the uh, people out there, they— um, do they try not to put more than 10 percent of their por- portfolio in uh crypto so i would definitely probably follow that role that's something i um i'm actually trying to fix because at first you know when i first started investing i was very bullish on crypto i still am but you know i'm just trying to um minimize my risk kind of well i i still take risk just because you know i have time on my side and if i was to lose lose it all it's still no biggie right but um yeah, I would say start, you know, diversify your portfolio, ETFs, stuff like that. Just um, you know, single stocks or whatever. Uh another one is let go of your need to control aka. Don't panic when you see it drop. That is a huge thing. People will check it like every day and they'll see that they lost a shit ton of money. I know the stock market, a lot of people say, you know, it's not for them. I would if anything, I would probably say the majority of people say it's not for them. If it isn't your thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, to each their own. Um, I think you know it, it's a it's a tool to help you you know, um, basically stop trading your time for money. Um, yeah, but you definitely want to uh, you know let go of your need to control because uh, in the stock market you know stuff. It's like a, a ro- roller coaster. Um, it goes up and down, up and down, up and down, and there will be some days that it goes down ex like a lot, right? Um. Well, if you diversify your portfolio, you know, and you do a good job doing that, if the drops are bad luck, or if a crash does uh, happen, you know, the the it won't affect your bag that much, right? Um, you know, you just don't panic. I know, I know a couple people that have you know got into it and they panicked, and you know they don't have, you know the um the gift of being patient and stuff like that. Because I know, trust me, like it's hard to really stay patient and to keep things in an account, you know, a certain amount of money in account for years going on, you know, and like I could see why people wouldn't like it, right? I completely understand. But um I think, you know, it's a it's a great tool. And if you do invest, look at the longevity of it. Look at, you know, if I invest a lot right now, you know, it's gonna benefit a shit ton in my future and it's gonna, you know, stop making me trade my time for money because no one wants to do that right and at the end of the day you know like we always like to be chilling at home and doing what we really love to do and you know go on vacations and have more family time and stuff like that right so that's always a good thing but another thing is to invest in index funds like how i said you know sp500 stuff like that um that's you know the main one if you really want i was watching a video by uh mikey taylor and actually uh An ex-skater that um, is all big on finances now, um, he's a a founder of Commune Capital. If you guys have not checked out that page, you guys need to go follow that page. Trust me, every day they upload at 8 a.m. like sharp on uh, Instagram. They do like reels and stuff, and it's just like life-changing information. They're kind of a new um, company, but... Their their um information that they say is just it's phenomenal and it's life changing. So I would definitely go follow Commune Capital. No, they're no they're not a partner or no nothing for this the podcast. But I'm telling, you, if you want great a great finance page to follow, follow Commune Capital. Mikey Taylor is like one of the main uh, spokesperson for you know their page, and he just breaks it down in the most easiest way possible. If you're new to it and you don't understand. Go follow their page, and you will find you will learn something new every single day. I wake up, go on my phone immediately. I see Commune Capital, like it's just because it's on my feed. You know, they I I don't go like to their page or nothing, just because it's on my feed. And um, you know, I see, you know, and I learn something new. You know, like it's 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 a great you know thing. And he reaches out too. Like if you were to leave a comment or whatever, like you know, even though he has like a lot of these followers and he's verified and shit, like he's still very interactive and he's touchable. You know, he's not like one of these people that's like, fuck, if I was to DM him, he wouldn't even respond, like, I've been in touch with him, I've, I've, you know, commented on his stuff, and we had, like, a quick chat in the comments, that's, it's just cool, you know, he's touchable, and he's really out there trying to help you, he's not trying to sell you on nothing, which is really dope, so if you guys haven't done that, go, you know, look at Communion Capital, huge thing, you know, and they're great for beginning investors, but, uh, yeah, like I said, you know, like I was saying, uh, Mikey Taylor, I found this out through the, the page, um, was that, he said the easiest way to become a millionaire, you know, if you guys want the easiest way, just um, I think it was like something like invest $500 a month um in an index fund or a Roth IRA. Uh, let it go on or for like 30, 40 years and just keep that reoccurring payment, you know, 500 a month going in and then, you know, 30, 40 years, you'll probably end up be being a millionaire. He breaks it down really good. I don't really remember the details or nothing. But I just know that, you know, if you guys really want to do it like that, you know, and you're like, fuck, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. You know, I could rather just work and invest my money on the side. That is another way to do it. And then, you know, you can stop trading your time for your money. So that's a good way to do it. Another thing is that I've actually learned recently is to invest in REITs. Uh, and that stands for real estate investment trust. Um, They're traded on stock exchanges, just like uh, stocks or ETFs. Um. Or like index funds, but um, they're actually companies that invest in real estate or real estate related services. So it's basically basically kind of like a, you know, an and, uh I don't know an index fund or ETF, and it's a um basically they only you know focus on the real estate side though. You know their companies are only that like it's probably like Berkshire Hathaway and you know companies that are just deep into the real estate game. But um, because you know these S and P five hundred they uh they're they're diversified you know everywhere right so it's like mcdonald's walmart uh facebook tesla amazon you know it's like the biggest stocks like you know in the world so it would invest into those for you right um but yeah, uh, you know the the real estate investment trust. It's not so, well. It's something I'm still learning about. I, I don't think. I mean, it doesn't sound like a bad idea. Maybe you know it. You know, because I'm getting into the real estate game slowly. Um, still trying to learn. You know. Um, but it might be something you want to look into, right? If you want to invest into real estate with just a couple of dollars, you know what I mean. Um, look into something like that. You know, if you you want to get your foot in the door and just be like yeah, I want to invest into real estate, but I don't have enough for uh certain you know properties yet you might want to look into that like that might be a a great you know step for you but i mean the whole reason you know we do this whole investment thing is you know we got to take ownerships of ourselves you know in our lives um you know you guys we should you know put ourselves in a position to stop trading you know your time for money because i mean you you want to sleep you know you like You want to be in a position where even when you sleep, you make money. Um, And the reason I say that is just because I believe that time is the most valuable thing a human can have, you know, so you can have more time with your family, you know, and go on vacations and just invest more time into, you know, your kids or whatever, emotionally, yada, yada. That's what I believe, you know, that's it's not to like, oh, go and do this and buy like a fucking Lamborghini. I mean, that would be cool, right? But at the end of the day, time is the most valuable thing you can have so that's why I mean that's kind of the reason I'm doing this just so I can be technically financially free so I can have my time and I don't have to you know struggle or being so like if I hate my job you know I don't have to go in every single day and show up because you know I'm trading my my money for my time which isn't a bad thing you know to each their own but I'm just saying you know like if you you know want maybe retire quicker or you're in a position where you want to retire young, you know, and we're just getting start started out like, you know, uh younger people. Um, you know, it's it's a great great thing to do. I recommend everyone invest. You know, I don't think it's ever too young to invest. Um or ever to, you know, you're never you're not too old to start. Um I yeah, it's just it's a great tool and I think everyone should do it even if you are, you know, like on the older side. I know a lot of um, people actually that I know um kids i went to school with um well actually not a lot of kids because you know you guys know where i come from this investing isn't really you know uh you you don't learn about it at all but um i i re- or my brother told me cuz he went to a different school um, than me in high school and he said that he uh you know his friends used to talk about like oh yeah my dad uh he's giving me my stock for my 18th birthday because, you know, when I was born, he bought stock and he just kept it there in his son's account for 18 years. Now that he's 18, that money is going to be his. So that's definitely something I'm going to be doing. Um, probably, you know, whenever I personally get there in life and shit is, uh, you know, definitely start investing for my kids early on, have a, you know, separate account for that. And it'll probably just be S&P 500, you know, nothing crazy. Just give them a certain amount. And then, you know, they can have the money or they can use it for the college, you know, tuition, yada, yada. So it's just a great tool, you know, like you want to have the money working for you rather than being being just sitting there in an account. So like, you know, inflation rises. So technically, you know, say you have eight thousand in the bank and with inflation rising every year, you know, like that that eight thousand in the bank might be worth like seven thousand eight hundred now. And then, like, you know, as years go on, that 8000 is probably worth, like, 7500 now, you know, just because prices go up. So, technically, you're losing money. So, that's why a lot of people are, like, you know, go and invest your money because it really is the smart thing to do, right? But to each their own, you know what I'm saying? Time is the most valuable thing a human can have. So, I will seriously look into it, you know, and it's never been easier to invest in right now, you know, with sp- stuff like robin hood or like coinbase and all this easy stuff it's it's pretty damn easy you know what i mean they uh, it's definitely a lot easier today than it was you know 10 years ago now we have apps on our phone that you know give us the power to invest in a company within you know like a couple of minutes so it's dope you know it really is dope but um there is a record 11 and a half million jobs Open in America. Yes, eleven and a half million jobs open in America. And this is as of March. Um I saw that um I was reading an article basically about this, you know, because ever since the pandemic a lot of people aren't working, you know, with all these jobs opening or jobs, you know, just being open and stuff. Um I saw that it said America said that their uh their biggest reason for quitting in the last year uh were low pay, a lack of career advancements. And because they felt disrespected at work, uh, I'm, I, I mean, I think we've all been in the last one, just, I mean, not every job because some people, you know, love their jobs and stuff, but I think we've all had a job where we felt disrespected at work. But yeah, I mean, low pay, I believe it, right? It's almost like the lower you are in the chain, the, um, the harder you have to work and the least you get paid, so maybe that is some of the reason why, you know, some of those people leave, and you know, in the low pay area. Um, a lack of career advancement. I mean, I'm sure people probably want promotions and this and that. But the thing about those is that you know, with jobs like that is that you always have a ceiling on your head for the most part. Um, Yes, you can work your way up the ranks, but you can only work so high up, right? I mean, you could say you start off like, for example, at a McDonald's as a normal employee, right? You could end up being an employee to, you know, the store manager and the store manager to like, I don't know, then you could transfer to like corporate or some shit, you know, you could work for like corporate or headquarters. I don't fucking know, um, you know, and just leveling up like that, but the thing about that is that there's only so high you can go, right? Like you cannot be in like C- CEO, CFO, COO, like none of that stuff, right? Because, you know, there's a ceiling, right? So that's one thing that, you know, that sucks. So, you know, that's a lack of career advancement. I don't know. Maybe people just weren't getting promoted. I don't know. Maybe it was, everyone's different with these companies. And I don't know. You know, everyone runs it different. And, you know, the disrespect at I work. I think, you know, some like micromanagement is a bitch. Um, I hate it. Um, I if, if I was in any sort of type of power uh, at all, I would never micromanage my employees at all um i would probably run a company like uh, dana white runs the ufc kind of just um you know work with them and uh and this isn't like the fighter pay and shit i know he gets a lot of controversy for that fighter pay and i know that's why jake paul's fighting for all that shit but i'm talking about like the freedom of the fighters like he really doesn't really he doesn't really do nothing i mean he just pays them he schedules the shit and he uh you know he allows the fighters to, you know, do their thing. They have all the freedom in the world, right? They just got to wear, like, UFC endorsements and, like, you know, the the partner for whatever, you know, the year is, yada, yada. But, you know, they, um, all they have to do is stay in shape, you know, and show up when it's time to fight, right? That's it. Like, you could fucking go on vacation wherever you want. You can, you can, I don't know, you have all the time in the world, right? But just stay in shape. Be prepared to fight, you know, to put on the show. And when that fight day comes, you better be there because, you know, this is the most important thing, right? So it's a lot of freedom. But it's like, you know, it's freedom. But then when I want you here, please be here. And I feel like that's how I would run run like run a damn company. That's how I would want to run it, at least. Not no micromanagement bullshit, like, oh, you know, I don't know, I just can't stand that. And I feel like, you know, a lot of jobs struggle with a micromanagement thing. I do feel like times are changing and you know, as times do go on, that will eventually you know stop i hope to god it will um i'm not gonna say it like it's stop. it's gonna stop fully because you know there's all different types of people out there and um you know some people abuse their power but i do think you know as gen z comes up you know and they you know grow older and it's more people that grew up in gen z that start to become you know the people of power that times will be a lot more you know friendly and a lot more like caring right about like yourself right rather than like the job and all this stuff which is dope right and i you know i'm all for that um yeah but i saw that uh the pandemic made people reevaluate how they want to spend their time and who they want to spend it with uh you know that is you that is just i mean it makes sense right because i think the pandemic affected all our lives and uh, I know I'm probably, I'm one of those people, you know, it made me reevaluate re- how, you know, I want to spend my time and who I spend it with. Um, made- it made us realize, uh, you know, how valuable time really is, you know. Um, well, it made me, I'm just speaking for myself. But um, yeah, man, and that's, I feel like that's one of the things, just going back to the investing. It's just, you know, the time is just so valuable, right? And obviously, you know, if there's all these people, you know that are reevaluating how they want to spend their time with. Obviously, it's important, right? So, um, yeah, man, it's just, it's just. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, all, I saw that all signs are pointing to, uh, you know, to the tough times ahead. I don't. I mean, I, I hope it isn't, but I could see, you know, tough times happening with all this stuff. I mean, this we've been through some rough stuff lately within like the past three years. Um, you know, shit just been. Hard for everyone, right? Like, um, I don't know, we're all going through our own things. Um, but one thing I don't get is I honestly do not get how some of these people are even living, um, you know, with all these job openings. Um, a lot, you know, a lot of people aren't working, like, there is not a, a lot of people just aren't working. I, you know, like how are they earning income? I don't get it. Like maybe they're doing Instacart or like DoorDash or something. Or like maybe they got like an online business or something. They're selling shit like through eBay. Uh I don't fucking know. Selling at flea markets, maybe? I don't know. Like how are these people earning income? I don't I don't I don't get it. I mean, people aren't working, you know, which means no money, but it's like, what the fuck? How are you not like how are you living? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean there's pro honestly There's probably so much people that are just sitting down, chilling, playing video games all day, you know, relaxing on their parents' couch type of thing. You know, um, I don't want to bash anyone like that. But like, fuck, dude, like I I could only imagine, you know, a lot of people do not want to work. Even at my job, I've literally had people come up to me and thank me because they're like, oh, thank you for working because a lot of people do not want to work i i i live in a conservative side or i live in a conservative town you know what i mean so like they're very patriotic in my town um you know it's a it's a farmer town and stuff like that so you know it's a small town but yeah, I, I literally get people thanking me for, for for working, you know, just just for being out there and like having a job. People are like, thank you. I've literally had people co- shake my hand and they're like, thank you for you working because a lot of people are not working. I'm like, oh, man, that's fucking patriotic right there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. There's there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of things, you know, in life that I don't want to do, but I have to do. Um, you know, and I believe that if you're working or say you have a dream, right, you have a dream job and this is for the people that are just not doing shit, like literally like just chilling, relaxing, like not working, you know, and just not doing shit. You know, I believe that, you know, if you have that, that, that dream job in order for you to get that dream job, I think you have to have a job in order to give yourself a shot at getting the dream job you know what I'm saying, like, you, you have to be working, I'm not saying you have to be working towards something, but you have to have some type of employment to go on to the next step of life, right, and I get, you could employ yourself and do your business and, you know, this and that, but I'm just saying, like, you, there's levels to, you know, this, this game, and you can't just fucking skip some, you know what I mean, like, you got to go step by step by step by step by step. And trust me, let me tell you, because I know from experience, you know, what's cool, like step by step by step, you you're working, you know, and those steps, you're not going to like every single one of them. Sometimes you actually might like the, you know, the process of the grind. You might not like it, but that's the whole process. You know, that's the whole grind you you keep you, you go step by step like Nipsey Hussle used to say, you know. You lay a brick every day and eventually you're going to have a brick wall, right? Um, that's kind of the whole thing. You know, you might not want to lay a brick certain days, but you're still going to lay a brick because you know it's going to benefit you in the future. You know what I mean? So I think, you know, as much as we don't like to do shit, you know, like I said, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, that we don't want to do in life, but we have to do it. Um, and sometimes you have to do the shit. That you don't like in order to get on to the stuff you do like, right? And uh, I'm like, I'm not going to lie. Some t- some days I don't feel motivated to do this podcast at all. And I feel like I do like it. You know, I love doing it. But, you know, consistency is the main thing. Consistency is so important. That's like on my last episode. That's why I called it dreams without goals or just dreams Because you need to lay it out. You got to have a plan and you got to work towards it every day. And, you know, even if it's just a littlest step, you know, you got to show up every day. You got to be consistent and you got to, you know, you got to work. You know what I'm saying? Every day you're not going to feel like working. That's normal, right? We all, even if you do love what you do, you know, like we're all not going to feel like working some days. It's just human nature. But, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, you have to have a job in order to give yourself a shot at getting the dream job you know what i mean but uh let's talk about some some crazy shit that has happened in hollywood um this within the past two days uh if you guys don't know you know netflix has that whole kind of like um i think it's like a tour or like like a small tour you know netflix Um, uh, netflix is a joke i think that's what it's called or whatever and they basically have all these comedians doing stand-up uh comedy shows um Basically, Dave Chappelle was up, you know, he had just finished his, his set, um, and then he gets attacked, right? There was an attacker that just literally just from the crowd just hops on a stage, goes to him and tackles him on some weird shit. Uh, and then, you know, everyone goes and helps him out, and um, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Um, the attacker ended up having a, a broken arm and a dislocated shoulder. Uh, there's a picture going around on social media that, um, you know, of him with his arm all fucked up and his face is all swollen and shit. So, uh, obviously, they beat his ass. I mean, I've seen the, the footage of the whole thing. You know, like, Dave Chappelle's fine. They they dragged the homeboy to the back and they started whooping his ass. Uh, I saw that the, the attacker had a knife, right? And But the knife was a replica handgun. Like, it literally looked just like a pistol, but it's not a pistol at all, it's, you know, it's a fake gun, it doesn't shoot or nothing, it's like a, it, not a fucking, well, I guess it technically could be a pocket knife, but um, yeah, I mean, he had a, he had the, the replica handgun, I mean, it was just weird, I never seen a knife that looked like a gun, you know, that but wasn't a, at first, I thought it was like a, a gun, and then he had like a knife, or he did some weird shit to have it like a bolt on it, so it could shoot and stat, but I don't even know where you would get a, a knife like that in the first place i've never seen a knife like that that shit was a, a gun knife that didn't shoot but um i saw that the motive of the of the attack is uh unclear as of right now um i honestly i haven't he, he looked like a weirdo from the pictures maybe he's like one of those fanboys that's just like obsessed with celebrities to the point where like I mean, they'll, like, hurt them if they see them in person. I know that's happened before. You know, some celebrities have died because, like, some people are so fanboyed out that they get, like, so excited or some shit. And they end up hurting the person they love so much. Crazy-ass people. I don't know. There's some crazy-ass fucking people out there. Um, Does this have something to do with the, uh, you know, with the Will Smith, you know, slap and all this? Uh, I honestly do believe that it does have something to do with the Will Smith slap. Um, I mean, him just walking up on stage like that, it's just, um, you know, it's kind of showed and it made few people feel like they could go on stage and just act a fool, you know, like, I, that's not cool. And I'm glad they beat homeboy's ass because he deserved it. Sometimes you need an ass whooping and a real bad ass whooping to, uh, you know, to lay a lesson down. So, I don't know if anyone else will be running up on stage with Dave Chappelle after they see what the fuck happened to, you know, homeboy that ran on stage. They were literally jumping his ass and they broke his arm. Like, I don't even get how you break someone's arm. Like, how the fuck do you break his arm? Like I I'm just trying to put it together. Like he got he got you know, he tackled Dave Chappelle, he gets dragged to the back and they break his arm. Like, did someone intentionally break his arm? Like What the fuck? Like, was it a cop trying to put him in handcuffs? Was he resisting? And then, like, I don't know. He ended up breaking his arm on accident or, like, dislocating it. I don't don't know. Like, how the fuck do you break his arm? But his face was messed up. It was really swollen. He looked like he had just gotten a boxing match. So that is pretty, uh, I don't know. I deserved I I believe that he deserved to get his ass whooped. Because there's a lesson to be taught. Don't be acting reckless, you know what I mean? Like, don't be hopping on stages doing all this shit. Especially, you know, because sometimes you're going to fuck with the wrong person and you know you're not going you're not going to like the results of it and you're you know you could end up they could cost you your life or you know what i'm saying like i don't know you, you guys got to watch you guys got to watch how you approach certain people and what you do to certain people because it might not be them personally but especially celebrities it could be their team and they'll fuck you up i'm just letting you know that like that's the truth <laughs> i just, i got to let you guys know that but You know, I don't know, homeboy needed some humbling. But without further ado, that's a wrap on today's show. Uh, Leave a five-star review. um, You know, tell a friend to tell a friend. We, uh, you know, I'm just so blessed, you know, to be uh, able to talk to you guys. I know I have listeners, you know, that are around the world, and it's just crazy to, um, you know, my voice has been places where I haven't even been physically, and it's just crazy. You know, like Miami, I don't know, like... I don't know. There's a lot of places. I don't want to, you know, n- name them all and shit, but a lot of them is actually overseas, which is pretty dope. Um, you know, I, I saw that, you know, internationally, a uh, podcast are they're pretty popular overseas. So I think that's uh, a big reason why, you know, Paris, I don't know, France, uh, all, a lot of places. But I'm just thankful for every single one of you, even if you listen to only one episode um you know if you like it at all you know leave the five star review on spotify on apple you know follow the instagram page a follow even a like is just dope just give me a dm you know saying you like this you like that i'm all i'm all ears you know i'm saying without further ado that's a wrap uh i will see you guys soon make sure you guys make it a great day and i'm out of here peace